What up, goddess? We are back for part two of Subconscious Sexuality with The Signs. And I'm excited because I got some pretty good feedback from ladies who enjoyed last week's episode uh, where we dove into the first six zodiac signs. Lilith, okay, Lilith placements, not like sun or moon or rising signs. We're talking about Black Moon Lilith, where she is placed in your chart and how you can use that information to kind of step back and see how you might be showing up on a subconscious level in your relationship, okay? Black Moon Lilith. I went kind of into that last week, so I'm not going to just rehash all of that, but she can show the dark side of the feminine. Um, and yes, that does talk about sexuality a lot more than just that, but she will talk about the shadow side and how we relate to others, how we can show up sexually, how we can show up in our relationships. So for more information on that, you can either just go back and listen to part one or just Google Black Moon Lilith and you will find a whole bunch of information online, all right? So let's get right into it. Let's go Libra. Libra is first up today. And she is the ultimate seductress. Lilith is at its most alluring and magnetic in Libra. She's very charming, as Librans are, right? This can be a great quality if channeled appropriately. Sex and physical beauty are very important to Lilith in Libra because it's how she expresses joy and zest for life. Now, she can be a little bit perfectionistic. Did I say that right? Perfectionistic. <laughs> Expecting a lot from her personal relationships and getting kind of ruthless when she feels like things aren't going her way, when she feels like she's not getting back what she put in. She can be, yeah, a bit ruthless. When her expectations aren't being met, mm, she's going to let you know. And it might not be in the nicest way possible, and she will not give a damn. <laughs> so when I say that the Libra's magnetism can be a great quality when it's channeled appropriately, it means be careful if your Lilith is in Libra to use your magnetism and your charm for good rather than evil, even when you're not getting your way, okay? This lady right here is not above laying her charm on another suitor, even if it's just for fun, even if it's just to tease the, the main suitor, right? The main, the partner, or just to make that person jealous. She's not above doing any of that. She will use somebody else as a pawn in her game when she is not getting her way, when she's not getting her needs met, she isn't above jealousy, okay? If you're not going to reach her standards, she's going to show you that somebody else will. And that trait right there, that one trait can just be a little bit of her undoing. Her spitefulness could be detrimental to not only her relationship, but her health, right? Because, um... Not everybody's going to take too kindly to having their emotions and their hearts toyed with by the Libra. If you have Lilith in this placement, you got to learn how to just be a little bit more realistic in your social relations. If you feel that you give too much and you simply expect the same thing in return, that's fair. 
okay? And you know, Libras are about being fair. And that's really at the core of this is like, she just wants to be treated fairly. She wants reciprocity and not everyone will be able to step up to that plate. Not everyone is willing to give what Libra gives. And not everyone is going to see things the same way Libra sees them. So she's going to have to learn how to step outside of her own self and get the facts straight before acting out, okay? So what that means is you got to learn how to express yourself fully and upfront to your partner, not by way of giving an ultimatum, but by sharing your intentions upfront and even your love language, okay? The why behind why you do what you do and what that translates to as far as love goes, at least in your mind and in your heart. Okay, the way that you show appreciation, what appreciation means to you and that it doesn't just stop there. Okay, you don't just say, well, this is what I think appreciation is and this is what I think you should do. Mm-mm. You'll want to just take full responsibility for how you show up and why, not automatically placing that responsibility on your partner, okay? People don't have the same love language. People don't always have the same appreciation language. I think there's a, what, a sorry um, and I'm sorry language. We don't all share those things. It's not universal. How you feel is how you feel and how you show love is how you show love. And it really should be completely independent on what they do. Now, you do want to know this up front and you do want to share this up front because you have to make it known why you do what you do, but also kind of gain some real like insight into what you can expect from that other person. Ask your partner about their love language and how they show appreciation in the relationship. And you may find that they haven't been just taking you for granted and just not caring, but they might simply be showing love in the way that they know how. So the takeaway here is that there's a constant need to step outside of yourself, Lilith and Libra, and weigh things up for clear understanding. That's what the scales do. They weigh things up, right? So you need a clear understanding and a balance. Before diving into something completely, you got to get clear on where you stand with people in your life so that you don't wind up feeling jaded or taken for granted just because you were misinformed. Ask the questions and be fair. Be careful not to betray your allies or your loved ones out of temporary frustration not getting what you want. Follow the facts and pay attention to what's being shown to you, not just said. And listen to your intuition, okay? Intuition is not going to fail you. Next up. We got Scorpio, Scorpio, Lilith. Who child? <laughs> we just talked about how Lilith is the most seductive. Well, Scorpio Lilith is also highly seductive, but in a very different way, okay? It is much less subdued. It's more intense. It is just potent. It's a potent energy. It's absolutely the most intense placement. And um, a woman with a look in Scorpio is going to find herself fighting her inner demons a lot. More so than any other sign that she comes into contact with. Okay, there's a need here to resist temptation. To truly understand and cherish the goodness in life. And to regenerate herself 
over and over, okay? Because the Scorpio in any placement is all about transformation and using energy from life to transform over and over again a situation or yourself, really. So the energy is potent. We already said that. In sex, she hunts her lovers down like prey and hypnotizes them with heightened eroticism. She's very protective. That's the nice way of putting it, right? She's very protective on the good side. On the bad side, she's very possessive of her people, her loved ones, the people that she loves, that she considers a part of her squad, her gang, whatever. Her people are her people. She's obsessive, she's intense, and she's extreme. Lilith here will have somebody eating out the palm of her hand, child, with ease. Like, there's no, there's no work involved here. It's easy. The thing is, Scorpio is like an iceberg, okay? What you see on top is nothing compared to what's underneath. And that mystery is what draws people in and it keeps them stuck trying to figure you out. It's like a lifetime journey. <laughs> like you're running along this path. And then every time you look up, like you look down to take in a breath. <sighs> I'm so tired. And you look up and it's like the road got longer or it completely changed up. And it's like, it's a destination that you keep trying to get to, right? But it's always shifting and it's always transforming, which is Scorpio's destiny. And it's like, boom, you're going to keep going or you're going to stop. You're going to quit or what? <laughs> but it's a very exciting experience. And this is what people get addicted to. As for you, you long for intense experiences and you have a strong attraction to the taboo which are all those things that you've been warned against. Like, don't touch the stove because it's hot. What? This stove ain't hot <laughs> and you can get burned. Well, Scorpio is one of those signs that has to know things for themselves. They don't just take what anybody says. Like, no, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. Whether you like it or not, you probably won't even know about it. All those things that they got warned against doing growing up, they want to try now. All those things that they got taught were bad. Okay, well, they're going to see it for themselves. If this is your placement, subconsciously you're intrigued by darkness and your sexuality will swing from one extreme to the other, from a total rejection of your sexual self and a disgust with physical connectedness to like wild, unbridled sexual experiences. And this is partly because your sexuality and your creativity are intertwined. They are so deeply connected that you just feel this deep thirst for it, not only because it's physically satisfying, but because sex serves as a gateway to a place you don't feel as capable tapping into otherwise. Lilith here has got to be aware that sadistic or taboo practices done in the dark are often forced into the light, especially with this Lilith here, because this is the shadow side, the thing that we are, huh, it's like, it's really subconscious. We're doing in the dark 
but it's a part of our karmic duty. So it's going to usually be presented in the light. You understand what I'm saying? There's always going to be an element of secrecy to you and your sex life, regardless of how much you try to subdue it. That's just the bottom line. That's the truth. But if you don't find a way to tame your overindulgences, your reputation might be brought into the situation, okay? And it might become tarnished. So your karmic duty involves redemption and shifting what you view as attractive and exciting. <laughs> you might have to change that a little bit. Stabilize your emotional climate and find joy in peaceful interactions and peaceful connections that nurture the soul. And be careful of using your strength and your power against other people to manipulate them because you usually do it with ease. But part of your karmic lesson is to learn to not do that because if you don't and if you struggle against it and if you fight it, it'll turn against you. Just a warning. Sag. Sagittarius Lilith. Hmm. She likes to reject borders, okay? She is so far beyond this place. Like, this here and now situation, yeah, that's temporary. Sag and, <laughs> Sag and Lilith, Lilith and Sag, whatever. She's so far beyond borders. And for that reason, it becomes part of her karmic lesson. Borders. Borders and learning to have faith. Okay? She wants a lot. She wants too much of everything. And she's easily aroused, especially when traveling. Something about traveling and getting out of her day-to-day -day or not even having a day-to-day, -day, it just like really gets her going. It turns her on. Thoughts of going to places that other people she knows will never go to, it really turns her on. If you have this placement, you may find that fighting borders and limitations in your life is a constant thing. It's always creeping up into your life. People are always trying to put some type of constraints on you. You're always trying to get out. Even in your love life, you're feeling like you're trapped or you want to go abroad and your partner doesn't. Things like that. It's like a clash when it comes to expanding your borders. You also might struggle with sexual containment or emotional containment. Even more so if you have that difficulty being rooted in faith and spirituality, which is something that a lot of people with this placement will deal with. Okay. So careful or your lack of containment can land you in some pretty messy love situations where your moral code is completely done away with. Put in the trash can. You really like novelty, right? And you are a scholar at your core. You like to analyze things. You like to understand how things work. It's your desire to learn all you can about the world around you. And others tend to be really inspired by that. You value adventure and you take pride in being a nonconformist. However, you got to know, you got to realize that you're living in a conformist world. <laughs> People want you to conform. And seeing as though you still live here with the rest of us, you could find yourself misunderstood a lot of the times because people tend to want, they gravitate towards safety. That's why they conform because it is 
It's safe. It's secure. You know what to expect. You might not feel that way. You might not like that. But that is overall how people work. So your answer for this problem might be to just live how you want to live, but in the shadows, right? So you can avoid the clash and you can avoid like being looked down upon or being questioned about all your ideals and all that stuff. But living a part of yourself in the shadows can also be your undoing, okay? If we're talking about in relationships, well, that could lead to infidelity or secret romantic rendezvous that you later on will be sorry for. And if you're caught, the reaction is going to be crazy. Why? Because, I don't know, people go crazy over y'all. The people go crazy over Sagittarians. I think it's probably because of that whole freedom and fun-seeking thing, all right? So if you are messing around and you get caught, reality is that it could lead to some really spiteful, hateful, vengeful energy coming into your space because you spark that intense passion in other people and they can't stand, they cannot stand the fact that they can't completely possess you or call you their own. Therefore, it's best to be upfront with your lovers or your partners about where you stand and what you can realistically provide when it comes to emotional security. You dream of influence, of power, of luxury. You are ambitious. You also have a huge ego. You feel you have much insight to offer other people and society at large, which you do. Just be mindful of hearing other people too and being cognizant of their experiences too. It would be beneficial for you to use your adventures as times to reground yourself and to get a, a keen sense of what spirituality means to you. Now and then, come back from that platform, that place of authority where everyone's looking up to you and, you know, do a little bit of networking amongst the rest of the people. Nurture the relationships around you with the people that you're constantly engaging. And you might find that you have a lot to learn from them as well. All right, Capricorn, Capricorn Lilith is, whew, she is a go-getter, okay? She can also be a little bit ruthless and cold if her desires and expectations are not being met, and she has high expectations. Ambition is part of the Capricorn's karmic duty, so pleasure of any kind sex, relationships, friendships, whatever, they are usually going to be rooted in business somewhere. If you have Lilith and Capricorn, you may also experience delays when it comes to your career getting off the ground since, as I said, your karmic lesson has a lot to do with your ambitions and your goals. So you may find that you achieve what you set out to do career-wise, but then you have nobody around you because all your relationships have been put through the ringer or suffered greatly as a trade-off for you getting this thing. Or you might have great relationships and then you find yourself resenting people around you because your career is not where it needs to be. Something like that. And because this placement is so ambitious, 
your relationships and your sex life could just take a back seat until they don't even exist anymore. This lady can mask her discomfort with forming deep bonds as well because she does tend to have a little bit of discomfort getting too close with people. So she can mask that with becoming a workaholic. You'll need to become a student of love instead of closing yourself off. If you continue to do that, you're just going to alienate yourself even more and risk winding up lonely, alone, and unhappy, even with all your stuff that you got. You're possibly the most responsible of all the signs. You are responsible AF. And you absolutely hate to fail, which is why it takes you so long to even put any energy into something that you're not quite sure about because you want to ensure your success in everything that you do. But love doesn't really work that way. It isn't about a destination, the success, right? <laughs> the destination, like, you know, okay, are we definitely going to get married after this or no? Because if not, I don't have time for that. I, I feel you. I feel you. But this is a journey. And we are learning ourselves best through our relationships with other people. So if you won't get in the game, you know, because you're not sure if you're going to win it, then you completely ruin your chances. It's likely that you feel the need to put your feelings aside in order to get stuff done. And that might be true for business, but it can make you seem cold and detached to your friends, family, partners, all that. And when people seem cold and detached, other people tend to treat them that way subconsciously. You become the quote-unquote strong one who has it together and frequently just acts as the helper to everybody else. And what others don't see is that you need emotional support too, but I don't know if you even see that. I don't think it really dawns on you until... It's the last minute and you're completely overwhelmed and you're pissed off at everybody because you helped them out and you feel at the end of the day alone. But is that on them or is that on you? When things get rough, I want you to try to soften up and accept what's happening instead of hardening up and becoming resentful. When you harden up and you become resentful, you just block out all the answers. Your intuition is trying to guide you and it's trying to show you the light. But if you get so stuck on what's not happening, if you're stuck on feeling stuck, you're not going to see it. So stay connected. I know you're focused on achievement and... That can completely detach you and disconnect you from the real human experience. And you might not realize it until you need that human experience to empathize with other people or draw on human qualities like emotion and connectedness for business purposes, right? Because even in business, you're dealing with people. People are always people. And business, oftentimes, especially if you're selling something, if people are handing you money that they worked hard for, that's an emotional purchase. I was talking to someone recently, a woman recently, about 
how she was looking for a dining room table and she did all this research online looking for a dining room table and she had one picked out she went into the furniture store she's looking around and a person walks up to her it's a guy right a very business oriented guy he's a salesman he's a sleazy salesman at that you know the type and he's rushing her he's like okay well let me show you this let me show you that and okay are you ready basically are you ready to buy and get the heck out of my face so i can get this commission and it completely rubbed her the wrong way like no, I don't want to buy this anymore. And I love this table, but I'm not going to buy it from you because you suck. <laughs> and she went and bought a table from someone else who made her feel more comfortable. Who told her, by the way, look, I want you to imagine yourself at this table. This table is going to be the place where a lot of your memories are formed. You're going to be sitting at this table, hopefully when you, with your first kid, you know, this is where you're going to feed your kid their first meal. You know, I don't know, it's like a, in a baby seat. This is where you're going to spend your family dinners until you move into your new home and you get married. Like, does this feel right to you? That's what I'm talking about. It's an emotional decision, especially for women. It's not just, oh, this needs, this is functional. This will do. No. We make a lot of our decisions based off of how something makes us feel. So in that case, you still want to remain connected with people because you need to. We're human. So for business purposes or a new relationship, you don't want to come across as callous and calculating and just trying to get what you want and get to the next level. No. So how can you remain connected? Balance your ambition with your ability to be truly vulnerable and open up to others. Not just use them as props or means to an end, okay? Just something to think about. Aquarius, Aquarius. Lilith and Aquarius is a sexual rebel. Of course, right? Aquas are the rebels of the Zodiac. She is also a bit of an evil genius, but mm, let's talk about that before you get too excited. <laughs> Aquarius hates formalities, right? She hates formalities. She makes it a point to completely detach and break free of any traditional expectations in her life period. Partner included. Her partner needs to be unique and different, exciting she can never be completely content in a safe, stable, cookie-cutter romance situation, okay? The partner needs to be engaged with the external, okay? With life around them. Since this lady loves freedom and her thrills. She loves her autonomy as well. You won't see her, like, attached to the hip of her partner and, like, making him go everywhere she has to go. And, like, no, she's not with any of that. <laughs> And she's not above leaving him in the dust if he will not get it together or if he refuses to keep up. Okay? So if this is your placement, you might have to work on considering the stance and feelings of other people. Actually, it's not a might. 99% sure that you do. Okay? Specifically the people that you love. Because you're known to disappear without an explanation onto your next thing and your next adventure, not even thinking about anybody else. You're an innovator. I get it, okay? But you don't hold the monopoly on truth. 
And if you push your views on the other people, then life circumstances will usually teach you that you are not the only right one. Due to the Aquarius Lilith's despise for a tradition, she might become disconnected from the quote unquote code or have a low sense of morality causing her to betray her friends, betray her family without even thinking, okay? It's usually not calculated for some greater purpose. For example, we were just talking about how Capricorn can be a little calculated. It's usually not that deep with the Aquarius. They just don't think. They have detached so much from what is traditional and expected that they're too free, too free at mind. So she can come off as careless and unreliable to people around her if she isn't mindful of that. Aquarians set revolutions and they don't ask for permission from anybody, honey. But that's a problem when you are in a relationship because it's your job to consider and consult the other person who's also being affected. If this is your placement, you'll likely avoid deep connections anyway for as long as you can. <laughs> um, first off, you'll have a tough time finding somebody who excites you enough to even consider planting roots in any situation. And second, if you do find that person and they appeal to you that deeply, you constantly struggle, like go back and forth with this whole freedom and autonomy versus a commitment and security dilemma. It's going to be like the bane of you. You might struggle to process the emotions of another person because the way you experience your own emotions is very much like through a looking glass, all right? It's not something that you are deeply connected and attached to. You're kind of seeing it from the outside looking in. If your Lilith is an Aquarius, your karmic duty is definitely going to involve your freedom. You already know that because you, you're too focused on it. Whatever we're too focused on usually has something to do with our karma. So you're too obsessed with it. And so you're going to learn life beyond it. Life in connection with other people and how you need to make that work. You might find yourself in situations where you feel trapped. These situations, however, are freeing in their own right if you can get out of your own way enough to see it, okay? You'll do great if you learn to identify your personal brand of freedom. And what I mean by that is really think about what it means to you based on the value that freedom brings to your life. What kind of freedom do you really need? And is your freedom that you need contentious to what your partner needs, if that's what you decide to do? How can you also learn sincere respect for other people who you want to keep around and how to show it? All right? Just something to think about. Finally, Pisces. Lilith and Pisces. She is magnetic and glamorous. She is consumed, though, by fantasy. And when it comes to 
the sex, well, I'm sure that will help. That will definitely make things more enticing because she has a really vivid, rich sexual imagination. And she's usually submissive in her relationships. She's highly pleasure-seeking, and it's to escape reality. Sex is a form of escapism, as are other creative pursuits and arts that she will dabble in. But off the bat, Pisces Lilith has to learn how to recognize and draw the line between fantasy and reality. That just cannot be avoided. Because imagination your imagination, if this is where your Lilith falls, could lead to your self-destruction. It could lead to your unraveling. Why? Because Pisces sacrifices herself too often and she blends into other people too easily. She needs a strong, strong partner to help balance her out. However, she finds herself disappearing if she does not get encouragement from that partner to nurture her own strengths and lean into her purpose, all right? A woman with this placement may not recognize her inner gifts or how to communicate them and use them in the real world. So she'll put her attention on other people, taking that position of the martyr and always sacrificing herself. This is all, this is all like... A facade. I mean, it's just to avoid having to navigate daily life in any real way. All right. Pisces are not martyrs. I should know. I'm a Pisces son. They are not martyrs. Just typically they're lost in their own head. Okay. Pisces has to constantly make an effort to ground herself in reality and navigate day-to-day life using those gifts that she has on the inside learning how to bring them out so that they can benefit other people having the earth sign virgo opposite you will be good in that it'll force you to revisit earth every single day and reground that energy and that focus and if you have this placement you might find it difficult to assert your needs in a relationship depending on your partner to know you inside out, right? To intuitively know what you need based off of your intuitive knowledge of them. But this usually doesn't work. It's not the way it works. I mean, maybe after some time, like many years together, your partner would have learned a few things, hopefully, right? (laughs) But not everyone is as intuitive as you, lady. You'll be lucky to have someone that is that intuitive or who desires to know you on that same level level of depth. So you have to learn how to stand up for yourself. You got to learn how to assert yourself and how to tell people how to express still with love, but express yourself in a way that is clear and direct so that you can get what you need from your relationships whether that be romantic relationships, work relationships, whatever. People don't just know what you need. People are thinking about themselves. (laughs) Most times you're thinking about other people too, but it's, that's normally out of some form of avoidance. So all in all, learn how to assert yourself and you'll get much further, okay? When Lilith is in Pisces, 
and she learns how to ground herself and channel her imagination productively, her spirituality and creativity will lead to amazing abundance. Like, um, yeah, money grows on trees, abundance. And this is exactly what she has to start doing to get the most out of this placement. Lastly, Lilith in Pisces is most at risk of addiction because of her need to escape reality. So your karmic duty involves facing yourself, facing it, facing the issues, facing your day-to-day life, your fears, your illusions, all of that instead of hiding in other people or things. You can drive yourself crazy indulging in the confusion and the delusions that you created in your own head. The takeaway is that no one else can take responsibility for you, Pisces. When all is said and done, you're the only one who can take responsibility, who can say, yeah, I did that. I lived that life to the fullest or not. Do you want to live your life? Do you want to inspire other people? Do you want to really nurture and nourish other people the way only a Pisces can? Or do you want to continue to live in your head? You reach your potential, even if it's just in your family, okay? Even if you don't have any grand goals, you'll reach your potential and be your healthiest and your happiest when you decide to transform yourself from the inside and use the gifts that you've been given to help other people instead of holding yourself back. I right? So there you have it. Subconscious sexuality with the signs part two is a wrap. What did you think about the two-part series? Tell me. I want to know. Drop me a line via email. Um, my email is thegoddessnurture at gmail.com or you can send me a DM or write me a comment something on Instagram at thegoddessnurturer. And if you like the podcast and want more interesting tips on goddess self-empowerment and transformation, please follow this the show. I would really appreciate it. Um, follow the show on any platform that you're listening to. And um, I think that's it. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week. Bye.